2: Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, where every penny you have could all be tracked. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. That's HannityGold.com.
3: The MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, That extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights.
4: I've been able to work with mainstream Republicans my whole career, but the extreme MAGA Republicans in Congress have chosen to go backwards, full of anger, violence, hate, and division. But together, we can and we must choose a different path.
5: Think it can't get worse? Well, you're wrong. It can if you don't vote in 61 days. Every vote counts. A lot is at stake. Your vote matters. Get on it. November the 8th. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The
2: new Sean Hannity Show. Behind the scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America.
5: At right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show. Toll free, it's 800 941. Sean, you want to be a part of the program uh, as part of our coverage of the midterm elections, what, in 61 days from now? Uh, it's fascinating what's developing. Uh, now that polls are showing that the races have closed dramatically, especially in Georgia and Pennsylvania. Uh, candidates that were unwilling to even consider debating uh, are now now willing to debate, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. And uh, in the case of Raphael Warnock down in Georgia, he's going to finally debate Herschel Walker. Now the two polls have him ahead. Uh, Dr. Oz has pulled within the margin of error in Pennsylvania. Uh, it's clear that his Democratic opponent is still struggling. The impact, the effects of this catastrophic stroke that he had back in May he has campaigned only about 20 minutes total in terms of the general election after winning the primary. And people have been saying, OK, can this guy do the job of being a senator for the uh, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania if he can't even debate? Uh, so he agreed yesterday to, to debate. Now Politico is reporting that, oh, we're going to debate Dr. Oz. That was always our intention. Uh, it's now they're demanding that they want to address some of the lingering is- issues about the stroke. They said that their campaign is looking at the possibility of using a closed captioning monitor for the event so that he doesn't miss any words or he continues as he continues to recover from a stroke. Um, that wasn't brought up when they accepted the debate. And yet this it's its almost like Joe Biden on steroids and human growth hormone in terms of him running a, a basement bunker campaign. And the press has been letting him get away with it all. Uh, by the way, here is the latest Dr. Oz ad in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania as mayor
2: of braddock john
6: fetterman chased down an innocent unarmed black man
2: he says fetterman
6: followed me into north braddock and pulled a shotgun and aimed it at my chest fetterman
2: falsely accused the man triggering a confrontation with police
6: i mean there's a
7: mayor with a shotgun and six other cops surrounded me what else could i do but this
1: i believe i did the right thing but i may have broken the law during the course of it john fetterman reckless risky wrong for pennsylvania
5: unbelievable uh anyway dr oz joins us now um it is good news but my problem is my understanding is early voting begins in pennsylvania in two weeks and there won't be a debate until sometime in october that means god only knows how many tens and tens of thousands of votes are going to take place before the people of pennsylvania even get to see this guy
6: well you hit the nail on the head he's insulting the voters yet again and The reason that we started pushing for him to, at some point, talk to the press, to me, to voters, is because democracy survives, thrives, because voters are allowed access to their candidates. And they can watch them deal with some more challenging questions, how they deal with the rigors of the campaign trail. I've been out there, I've done close to 200 campaign events, and in every one that I can, I'll take questions. And these are questions that come from all sides of the spectrum. And I've got to be able to defend myself and my ideas. That's what voters want to see. As you point out, John Fetterman will not answer spontaneous questions. And he cannot have it both ways anymore. Either he's healthy as he claims, healthy enough to debate, uh, in which case he should do it. And he really doesn't want to because he wants to hide his far left radical record. Again, he's the furthest left uh, candidate of any contested Senate race in America this cycle. He's certainly the most radical candidate we've had statewide in Pennsylvania. Uh, or Or he's lying about his health. But he can't pretend he's both. And this is not about help; It's about honesty and integrity and doing the right thing for the people of Pennsylvania. And on Tuesday's press conference, the current senator in the spot that both Fetterman and I are vying for, Pat Toomey, said that you have to have a senator who's capable of doing the job, capable of fighting for the voters, and they have to be able to debate and articulate their positions. It's the greatest deliberative body in the world we're campaigning for. And Fetterman has not explained his far-left radical positions. And to your point, this is a gambit. He's guessing that the press will get off his back if he pretends that he wants to debate, gives us a date in a far-off future, uh, and, then, and then claims, oh, I, I agreed, so what do you want? In fact, he's not agreed to anything. We don't have a location. I've, I've agreed now to, to seven different major media requests for debates. They're not my ideas. They're not my proposals. That's not my rules. He should agree to at least one. I think we need more than one, but at least one. And then give us a date and a time, and it has to happen this month, because once the absentee ballots go out, and 20% of the ballots, this is, you know, we haven't had ballots like this historically. 2020 was, of course, the horrible scenario of everyone getting one, whether they wanted an absentee ballot or not. But 2022 is the first time that you don't have to have an excuse to get an absentee ballot. So we project 20% of the ballots will be cast in that way, and it's going to be sent out in two weeks. And my goodness, what if 20% of people cast their votes without ever having heard John Fetterman answer a spontaneous question, never having him challenged by any of the far-left radical positions? Because we can, in a debate, point to specific events that have transpired because of his policies. The highest murder rate ever in Philadelphia, the largest open-air drug market ever in Pennsylvania because of his positions. Uh, We have sanctuary cities here. We have uh, you know, a, a lieutenant governor, Fetterman, who wants to decriminalize all drugs. And what happens when you do that is what we're living to, including a fentanyl death rate that's top three in the country, unheard of prior to these rules.
5: You can add to that safe shooting zones as well that he supports. He wants to release a third of all jailed criminals. Now, by the way, it's pretty hard to even get a criminal in jail these days. And those people he wants to let out um he he, i think he has to answer to the question of you know why did you let out with on on the parole board when you were there and serving as lieutenant governor why did you allow a person that killed an an 18 year old uh for a bag of heroin why did you why did you allow that person to go back out on the street why did you chase an innocent jogger and hold them at, at gunpoint uh, for no reason or at all whatsoever he, even he admits in his own words that he probably broke the law doing so um why does he want to end fracking and and put a moratorium on fracking when it's an 80 billion dollar industry in your state Dr. Oz that would destroy Pennsylvania's economy and sanctuary right. cities sanctuary states he supports all of this and well, reason- when go ahead.
6: I was going to point out the reason the trade unions are so ambivalent about him, because traditionally they would endorse the Democrat, but they're not because they know that his position on fracking, specifically, they calls it a stain on Pennsylvania. That he's in past said he should be there should be a moratorium, signed a document on that to that degree. That it would destroy jobs. Pennsylvania manufacturing survives because energy is inexpensive here, but John Fetterman is changing that. And when energy is no longer affordable in Pennsylvania, the jobs will just leave here. And these union workers, they're concerned about more traditional union issues as well, of course. And I'm continuing in in discussions with them, and I told them they have an open door to my my office. But their real concern is losing their job, period. And John Fetterman's positions, which, again, virtue signaling, far-left positions that are based on no science at all. The Green New Deal is not based on science. Uh, But Fetterman loves it because he can tweet it out. And you asked a question earlier about why he chased that man down. I mean, John Fetterman hates answering tough questions. Why did he chase an unarmed African-American jogger running by his home with, with, his, with his truck and a shotgun and corner the man? And why did he laugh it off when he, was, when he recognized there was no crime? I mean, he ran after a man for no good reason whatsoever when the police pointed out he did a, a, you know, one interview, but he refuses to own it. He doesn't apologize for it. He doesn't answer for what he did. And this is an issue that, that raises the broader problem, which is John Fetterman thinks that he is above the law. He doesn't have to answer questions from voters, that he can say whatever he wants to say, and you don't get the pushback. Well, in this campaign, for the first time ever, he's getting punched back because I don't like bullies. And we're going after him to hold him accountable for the voters of Pennsylvania.
5: The thing that he's, he seems to project this working guy image, um, from what we can tell in the research that we've done, I can't find a single instance where this guy had a real job in his life. He's a, He's been a trust fund brat most of his life. He walks around in a hoodie and he shows off his tattoos and he tries to look like the average blue collar working guy. Uh, and he's anything but um, not only did he not have a real job and was taken care of by his parents till he's 50. Uh, his house that he owns, he bought for a dollar from his sister. So even his house, he didn't work for or pay for. Uh, and then he attacks you for having worked hard and and purchased your own homes as if there's some crime in that. Uh, and then, you know, the only thing he seems to want to talk about are things that are superfluous and meaningless. He's not talking about the 40 year high of inflation. He's not talking about the highest gas prices we've seen in our lifetime and and ever for that matter. Uh, he's certainly not talk- talking about open borders and the drug problem that's coming across the borders with it. Uh, He's not talking at all about law and order and safety and security because he's so far left, he wants to let all these criminals out of jail.
6: And, Sean, his refusal to debate, or at least offer only vague opportunities and possibilities of debate in the future, distant future, is unprecedented in Pennsylvania. Every U.S. Senate candidate for the last, last 36 years, think about that, 36 years has participated in a debate, and he thinks he doesn't have to do that. Because he's already said he wants to stay on Twitter. It doesn't work that way. If you've taken strong positions and you believe they're right, you should defend them. I've been doing that day in and day out. Tough questions from all quarters, but that's what you need to do to prove to the voters of Pennsylvania that you have conviction. Because as candidates lose their conviction, voters lose their voice. No longer does it matter what you think about John Fetterman if he's not willing to tell you, what he really thinks, because you don't know, you're guessing. And so yes, you have partisan groups that are supporting him. And that's one of the big issues that's concerning me. There's a ton of money pouring into this race from California and New York. It's only there because they want to get the 51st seat. They don't realize how radical he is. I can't imagine them jumping to his support if they did. In Pennsylvania, the Democratic Party did not want him to be their candidate. He wasn't endorsed by the unions here. The people did not want him. But the media created this profile of him, as you point out, like he's his working class Joe, which is the opposite of people who know that detest him for the hypocrisy. And by the way, if you're bothered by this, as many others are, go to DrOz.com. We are doing very well raising money, but you got to keep doing it. I don't need as much as the Democrats do because it takes a lot of money to sell something you don't have. And Fetterman is not a good candidate, but I got to keep up with him. So please consider supporting us at DrOz.com. But at its very core, the media is culpable for hiding his illness, hiding his unwillingness to debate, hiding the fact that he's not out there campaigning, answering questions. The fact that I have to point this out, and it's not already evident because of liberal media's culpability in this, is concerning to me. It means they're trying to get someone elected who's not been appropriately vetted. It's not good for democracy.
5: All right, more with Dr. Oz on the other side than your calls, 800 941 Sean our number if you want to be a part of the program. Port Authority of New York and New Jersey police officer James Kennelly passed away in 2017. The cause 9-11 related cancer that he developed from his search and recovery efforts at the World Trade Center following the terrorist attacks and the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They are committed to ensuring America keeps their vow to never forget 9-11 and keep the memories of heroes like Officer Kennelly alive Now, the Foundation's 9-11 Never Forget Mobile exhibit is a tribute to all of those great heroes that lost their lives that day or have died from related illnesses. Now, it's a high-tech tractor trailer transforms into a museum. It educates people about America's darkest day. And by the way, believe it or not, it's already been in nearly 50, all 50 states and Canada and you'll hear directly through guided tours from FDNY firefighters that have firsthand accounts of that day in the aftermath. Over 600,000 people have already been to this museum. Now, you can find out when it's going to a city near you and just go to their website at the letter T, the number two, the letter T org. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T dot org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Straight ahead. Your call's coming up.
2: The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver, and they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Call Goldco at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell him Sean Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Don't let this chaotic world get in the way of your goals. Follow Sean Hannity's lead and call Gold Coat today at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD, 855-815-GOLD.
4: Hello, this is Phil Robertson. Many claim to have answers for a better life. Politicians say they can fix our nation. Hello, 2024 elections. Our world is increasingly divided, and we've got the fear and anxiety to prove it. Jesus alone can make good on the promise of peace, freedom, and life eternal. Learn more in my new book, I Could Be Wrong, But I Doubt It. Visit I Could Be Wrong, But I Doubt It.com. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day,
2: and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver, and they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. Goldco is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Sean Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Don't let this chaotic world get in the way of your goals. Follow Sean Hannity's lead and call Gold Co. today at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD, 855-815-GOLD.
4: Hello, this is Phil Robertson. Many claim to have answers for a better life. Politicians say they can fix our nation. Hello, 2024 elections. Our world is increasingly divided, and we've got the fear and anxiety to prove it. Jesus alone can make good on the promise of peace, freedom, and life eternal. Learn more in my new book, I Could Be Wrong, But I Doubt It. Visit I Could Be Wrong, But I Doubt It.com. When fake news gives you
2: lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean
5: Hannity is on right now. And right, as we continue with Dr. Mehmet Oz, uh, his Democratic opponent wants the debate, oh, in late October. Voting starts in two weeks, less than two weeks. Let's talk about the the race and and why is it that there's early voting when the Constitution of Pennsylvania is very clear in enumerating the very rare except um, exceptions that they allow mail in voting. Uh, first, the legislature just kind of abandoned the whole amendment process and and bypassed it by legislation, which I would argue is unconstitutional. And now the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania did the same thing. I'm having a hard time with them basically usurping what is in the written Constitution of the state.
6: It's concerning. It's called Act 77. It was passed uh, by Republicans and Democrats. And um, it has been upheld by a Democratic Supreme Court. So we're stuck with it. You know, Sean, at its very core, this race is about preserving our family values in Pennsylvania. They changed the rules on us. It's upsetting to me. That stated now that I've got this role that I've got to play by, I'm still going to win. I've got to play the game that's in front of me. So they've told me that 20 percent of people are going to vote one way or the other uh, in, in, early prior to Election Day. So it is essential that we're able to describe accurately who John Fetterman is. That's why we're putting in so much support. And I want to point out to everybody, don't be misled by by liberal media. The National Party. Uh, both Rick Scott and Mitch McConnell, they are very supportive of us here in Pennsylvania and the other states that are being contested. They have put a ton of money into the state and we're raising a lot of money. So we are going to be able to keep up and get our word out. But All we right. Are- let
5: me ask this. What about the accommodations Fetterman threw out there today, like perhaps closed captioning or a monitor of some kind? Uh, he's claiming he may need so he doesn't miss any words. Do you have a problem with that?
6: I'm, I, as a physician, I'll evaluate what he's willing to share about his condition, which he's told us very little about. I mean, most of it's just hearsay. When people ask me, what do I think about his medical state and what I would have to do and accommodate him? I can't tell because he's told me nothing. So be transparent. I'm as compassionate as I can be. I know how hard this is for a man, especially a younger age, to have had a stroke with heart failure, yeah, whatever else is going on. But we need to understand a little bit more. And I think he should tell what he feels is appropriate but honest, to the voters of Pennsylvania. So we all know. And then I think uh, if it makes sense, of course I'll try to accommodate it. My goal is to allow both sides to express their sentiments, answer tough questions, and let the voters decide. That is something that is hard to argue against, um, and we'll make whatever accommodations make rational sense. That stated, if you're not going to tell me anything about what's really happening and don't answer any requests, don't even call back the companies, the major companies that have reached out to try to host debates with you, then where do we start? And that's been his modus operandi.
5: You no, know, we're missing. I, I think he's trying to run out the clock. That's all they're doing. We'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do so?
6: DrOz.com, please consider whatever you're doing doubling it because it matters. But even 10 bucks in this race matters because we, we want people voting and invested and engaged. And you'll find out more about the campaign, too, at DrOz.com.
5: Early voting starting in less than two weeks now. It's pretty unbelievable. We should have one election day and make it a national holiday and let everybody go in and vote and make exceptions for the elderly or people that have some infirmity of some kind. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Oz. Appreciate it. When we come back, we'll hit the phones. 800-941-SHAWN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program.
2: You can't always believe what the other side claims. That's why there's The Sean Hannity
5: Show. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. 800-941-Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. Queen Elizabeth, the longest reigning British monarch, dead at 96. She was 25 years old when she ascended to the throne, uh, in 1952. Uh, she died, uh, late this afternoon, uh, Great Britain time. Longest reigning monarch, monarch serving as the beloved face of her country. You know, one thing, Linda, we there are people that just are obsessed with the royals, even in America. I am not one of those people. But I will say this. Her life was fascinating. And I, I know you can look at the palaces and you can look at the crowns and and et cetera, et cetera. And it sort of goes against the grain of Americans to believe in in royalty, if you will. But her life was phenomenal, even welcoming the new prime minister just in, in the last week. Um You know, in dealing with the likes of even Winston Churchill, think of the life that she has led and the times that she's lived through, and she's navigated through all of that, including more recently family issues, family troubles. 25 years ago, Princess Di dies. Uh, Then, of course, the latest with with Prince Harry and and Meghan Markle and that debacle. I mean, she's been through a lot in her life. It's a pretty amazing life she's lived.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think... I give her praise throughout her career just for wearing that crown. That thing on her head, my God, the monstrosity. I watch her give her
5: you worried about the crown. I'm not even
0: kidding you. She's she's such a mighty woman. I was saying to somebody today, she's practically bionic because, you know, she's like this tiny little forceful you know, she walks in the room and I mean she's very petite woman, you know. But, you know, I was looking at some of the pictures they were showing today and kind of going through, you know, Her time in the military, her time inspecting the military, you know, giving these speeches at such a young age. You know, I look at today's culture and today's 25 year old, you know, and they have to cry in a corner every time their feelings get hurt. I mean, this woman was ruling a country and it's just it it really is a sign of the times. And whether you like the monarchy, royalty, what have you, to me, there's a certain I don't know. I'm a big fan of tradition. I'm, I'm very old fashioned in many, many ways. Um, and I, I think that there is at its core for her, you know, she had a big family. She came from a big family. There were some pictures and videos that came out of her, like chasing, you know, Prince William and Prince Harry when they were like little kids. And there's just some authenticness to that, that I respect. And I think that she was put in a certain position and she was given, you know, certain opportunities and, you know, due to her family privilege. And she, I think she did the role of queen with a lot of honor and dignity, quite frankly.
5: I and it's sad to watch what's been unfolding with Meghan Markle and Ugh. and Prince Harry. You know, I love these so two. disrespectful, I mean, so disrespectful. They, uh, okay, so they they throw out the oh, racist. Somebody in the family's racist, and then the next day they say, but yeah, but it wasn't her. So was it what the, was was it his father who's now going to be king? Uh, was it his brother who will likely be king one day himself? Uh, I just take issue it?
0: with the whole thing. I mean, can't we just not like her? Does it have to be? I mean, she's just
5: not nice. We don't like her. Okay, so she makes these comments. Then they both claim that they want anonymity. And I'm like, you want anonymity, but you're doing a Netflix series. You want anonymity, and you're writing books. But you're
0: on Oprah. We're sitting with Oprah for two hours.
5: You're sitting with Oprah Winfrey (laughs) for two hours. You want want to make the world a better place
0: and go green. You want to be in your
5: yacht, your big plane. Give me a break. You know, and you claim you want to be green and then you fly from Montecito in Santa Barbara, California, all the way to England. In other words, you got to fly all the way to the east coast of the the United States, then across the pond uh, and then land in London. And then, you know, stay there for a couple of days and then take the plane back. And more recently, Harry takes a plane from California to Colorado for a polo match only to return the same day oh but I I just got a lift from somebody else oh okay I I love these But see that
0: oil and that gas that powered that plane is different that's friendship gas when you get a lift it doesn't have the same carbon effect so you don't need as many offsets so you're good you know and then he uses the royal uh energy you know to go across the pond so it's you know that's why it's different the rules don't apply
5: it's unreal. All right, let's get to our phones. Uh, a lot going on. Let's say hi to Jason, is in Texas. Jason, hi. How are you? Glad you called, sir.
0: Hi, Sean. It's an
3: honor to speak with you today. I just thank you for all you do for for God and for our country. Hey, I'm a Methodist uh, pastor down here in Texas, Houston area, and I just want to get your thoughts on some of the concerns that, that I've had that have been heavy on my heart lately. I know that uh, looking at the current state of the union, it's definitely impacting the current state of the church in many ways. Many different challenges we're facing that are unique to the things I've never experienced in my lifetime and and by the way pastors that I know my colleagues are they're, they're facing challenges many of them are dropping like flies because they just they're exhausted but as a church where we're facing different challenges on a daily basis we have to stand up against this radical indoctrination that uh, is trying to be
5: when, when you the, say the, people are facing challenges, are you, are you talking specifically about economic challenges among your congregation? Well, yeah. And,
3: and yeah, For sure. Inflation and higher taxes definitely is impacting the churches. Um, I mean, giving is down, giving is down across the board. Um, the cost of everything, everything is higher. Right. So the cost of uh, gas, of food. And so the ministries that we that we do by the grace of God, obviously, and, and the power to spirit, uh, we're, we're limited. I mean, I'm not Jesus. Obviously, I can't take. I can't can't take five loaves of bread and two fish and make more food. We need. We need resources. We need money. We need donations. Well,
5: wait a, a minute. I thought if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could move a mountain. <laughs> Are you saying you can't do the simplest uh, thing, Pastor?
3: I'm still. I'm still working on that. I'm still working <laughs> on having that the
5: faith. But that is uh, that is really a horrible thing for somebody to say to a pastor who's dedicating his <laughs> life to helping people. That's, that's um, but, right. But, but just, I say it in jest. Well, look, I, I don't think any of us have the uh, I think there's there's a statement there in the good book, mm-hmm. and that is that we don't have the faith that we should have. And yeah. I think that America has gone through very dark times in the past. We've had world right. wars. We've had depressions. We've had 9-11. I can I can run through a series of challenges this country have been through. We've been through rough uh-huh. recessions before. Uh This one, I think, is going to be particularly Uh, long and impactful with a very hard landing to use economic terms i don't think there's a soft landing possible the fed is now going to raise you know interest rates another 75 basis points we expect Mm -hmm. in the next week or two and yeah these are tough times for people pastor where i live there is a food bank i live in a an upper middle class neighborhood for the most part Mm -hmm. and And I and I see people showing up at the food bank and a friend of mine works there. So I get regular updates and I say, well, if you're running low, if you need money, call me, contact me anytime. I'm always glad to help. And they've lately been contacting me and I'm glad to step up because and then you see people driving up. These are people that have nice cars, but their whole lives have been turned upside down. The amount of money for per couple because of Biden inflation is is. Averaging $6,800 a year. Now that could be an entire food budget for a family over the course of a year. That alone is, is crushing and destroying family budgets. The poor, the middle class, people on fixed incomes, yeah. you know, they've already been struggling and they're getting hit the hardest. And so it's and then, an opportunity for people to hopefully help them out. But that's, that's short term help. The long term uh, yeah. solution is getting the economy back to where it was and there's there's a mysterious reluctance and resistance to producing the lifeblood of the world's economy energy of which we have an abundance of supplies here Mm -hmm. in america and that makes no sense to me pastor they lost the common sense god gave them when they were born to use (laughs) religious words yeah for sure and then
3: it's causing uh, the people who aren't able to give they're having to go into their savings and they're they're having to they're in debt they're taking out more and more debt to pay for these things on credit cards which is extremely oppressive and and it weighs down your soul weighs down your psyche it's just it's debilitating in so many ways so i'm just praying that that the church speaks up and stands up and and um especially in light of down here we have we have uh, woke government officials telling us as pastors what we should or shouldn't be saying from the pulpit and now is just a time to to do what's right and to speak what's right and to like you said, get out and vote because the, this current dejectory of the country, is, is not, it's got to change. And we've got to change leadership because we're going to find ourselves in a big hurt if we don't do this. And we pray, obviously, besides that, though, we need to take action and we need to stand up. And I just encourage our listeners just to continue to be generous of what they do have. God has given us each uh, so many gifts and talents and resources, and we've just got to be looking out for each other in the meantime. And then the, for the
5: to people that activity. are doing well and it's not impacting them, the more that they can do and the more where they are that about, look, two-thirds of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. And if you look at the economic data, I mentioned it earlier, they're giving up vacations, they're driving less, they're making their own sacrifices, they're changing their lives in dramatic ways, they're cutting wherever they possibly can. And any help that people can offer, um, I strongly recommend they do it. I just think that, you know, we, we have an obligation as human beings to help our fellow Americans out because uh, the federal government has overpromised and under-delivered as usual. Socialism, whatever form, whatever manifestation, always has the same result. Unfulfilled promises, more poverty, and a loss of freedom. And that's sadly what's yeah. happening here. Uh, anyway pastor hard. thank you wish you the best all right quick break right back to the phones 800 941 sean on number if you want to be a part of the program is look one way to save money in these recessionary inflationary times is all of us have cell phones there is one cell phone company that i trust to uphold your values and give you the best deal and that is my company and that's pure talk now by the way they have the most honest and fair pricing and listen pure talk uh, they power my iPhone, and guess what? They use the exact same 5G network as the big carriers: AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. They use the same 5G network, the same towers. They use you get the same number of bars. You keep your phone. You keep your phone number. Average family is saving close to a thousand dollars a year. Many families are saving more for the exact same service. So put the money in your pocket where it belongs. Just dial pound 250 on your cell phone, say the keyword, save now, and you'll get one month free. All right, it's that simple pound 250, keyword, save now, one month free when you switch to my cell phone company, and that's pure talk.
2: Final Hour Roundup is next. You do not want to miss it. And stay tuned for the final hour free for all on The Sean Hannity Show.
5: All right, back to our busy phones. Uh, we'll stay in Texas. Chad is next on the Sean Hannity Show. I see Governor Abbott with a healthy lead over Beto Bozo, uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke. I'm glad to see that down in Texas.
7: Yes, that is true. And uh, I'm a big supporter of Greg, uh, of Governor Abbott. Uh, he's tied for the best governor in Texas history with uh, my all-time favorite, Rick Perry. Uh, but my main comment today, Sean, is in. Uh, and real quickly, I've, I've had the pleasure to get through the phone lines and, and talk with you on your show on air uh, probably two dozen times in 11 years I've been listening to you. But my specific point is September the 11th is right around the corner, and it's a monumental day. It's an emotional day. It's a um, a, a day to look back on but also reflect and going forward. And there's a generation that we all know this, Sean, and there's a generation, and my son is part of it. He's only 14. And I have a discussion with him, especially because now he's back in school. And so tomorrow, tonight, I'll have a discussion with him. Do you remember what this day is about? And I remember last year, it was barely touched on. And his history class, I think he said the teacher just barely mentioned it. She said 20 year anniversary of 9 11, and then boom, went into whatever they were uh, talking about, what have you. Um, It's like I say, it's a solemn day. I know you were heavily affected that day, especially the day before, because you're very humble. You don't like to talk about what happened on September 10th, 20, you know, 21 years ago. And then Uh, to be
5: honest, I never talk about it.
7: Yeah, that's how long I've been listening to you. Like I say, I know it it affected you. It's a groundbreaking day.
5: I I lost I lost friends of mine. I graduated high school with. I lost a, a, a I played on the baseball team. I was a pitcher. Uh the kid that caught for me for 4 years died that day with his brother. I remember going to church often and seeing his 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 widowed bride with her beautiful young children. Um uh, my mm-hmm. daughter was born 13 days before 9/11. Mm-hmm. And over the years I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want her to see this at too young an age, but As she's gotten older, we've uh, we've, we've gone over all of this in detail and it has opened her eyes dramatically about evil in the world. And I think every kid needs to know that there's evil in the world. What worries me the most right now is that our Border Patrol agents, people come on this program, come on TV. They're warning us people from all over the world that have not been vetted are crossing that border. And I'm sure that there are terror cells in this country yep. today as we speak. We did not learn the lessons of 9-11. And something will happen. I don't know yep. when. I don't know what. But it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. It will happen again. They will attack us in in a way that is dramatic and maybe bigger than what they did on 9-11. There is so much hatred of liberty and freedom and what we stand for and and that's why open borders is so dangerous in so many different ways there's, there's no vetting there's no there's no health check in the middle of a pandemic uh no you just the opposite you get preferential treatment you get you know literally processed released to free phone transportation to whatever state of of your choice i mean it's it's sad that lawlessness is being led by the president of the United States that's Joe Biden. He's allowing this to happen and we will suffer the consequences at some point. I guarantee you. And you don't have to be a brain surgeon to figure this out. Now they've caught enough people with radical associations and backgrounds that we know that they're coming across that border. And and never mind the cartels and the human trafficking and drug trafficking. I'm putting that aside. So um, I pray to God that I'm wrong. I don't think I am. And um, I wish this country would get and remain on a war footing with the understanding that evil does exist. An evil that wants to destroy us. And it doesn't seem that our current leadership has any concept or clue about what that is. That's sad. Appreciate the call, my friend.
1: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
7: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round.
4: We had a big bear of a man. who was called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I'm misheard
5: Herden. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant
7: Bevan?" Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.